wherever, whatever time it is where you are. Paul, uh, privileged member of the Zoom of zenbitchslap.com. Hey, uh, I'm speaking of something today, it's unusual. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm going to try this on. I'm going to try this on you. What use is there of a teaching about what can't be taught? Read <laughs> it again. What use is there of a teaching about what can't be taught? Okay. So, if what you are is what you're looking for, would that help the you more descriptions of what you are? Would that help the you looking for it? What you are is what you're looking for. Obviously, hearing descriptions of what you are hasn't worked, has it? Basically, we've been we've been hearing descriptions of what we are since we're like four or five years old in our heads. Yeah. Then we hear a different batch of descriptions, and they sound better. But what's hearing the description? Yeah, it can't be what you are, because if it were, you wouldn't be looking for it. Obviously, yes. So hearing about what you are, we've been seriously, haven't you? When your head started to break the news to you when you were like six or seven, nobody likes you, whatever, whatever it started to describe you as an unlikable person or whatever, ugly, whatever. We've been hearing descriptions of what we are and we've had different upgrades, you know, you are love and all like this, which would be, would sound nice, but it would it would sound tinny to the reality we thought we were. Yeah, so it just made it, it made hearing that we were loved made it worse being that which is unloved and can't be loved. So to continue on, and especially when we run into a topic that they basically warn you in advance, it's indescribable. It's incomprehensible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then, all right, what is, where does that go? Does it just wash over us? And then, all right, let's go and hear descriptions of what I am all day. All I am is consciousness. All I am is empty, completely empty. I am the lit up void, whatever, you know, there's tons of descriptions that are, that are trying to describe the indescribable. Why not just describe the describable? Yeah, to the indescribable, instead of doing it the other way around. It hasn't worked, has it? It hasn't. It's gotten to such an extreme thing. Certain qualities of what we are, which is, let's say, awake, now becomes, I can become awake, which drives the person more crazy than when, it, you know, in that case, ignorance is really bliss, you know. What has most, what has the term awakening done for most of us? It hasn't brought an ease and comfort. 
It's brought another demand, a fucking spiritual demand to transcend ourselves. To pure, how are you going to purify something that shits every day? Yeah, it's just, a, it's just ridiculous in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, you purify it and then a dump occurs and there you go. Oh, yeah, I'm always in the process of purification. There's never, there's never a point where you're purified. Yeah, because life continues, time continues. So whatever precious condition you wanted to manage or maintain gets gets screwed with by the next moment, you know, by Monday, by Tuesday, by Wednesday. That's what sucks about retreats is the day when you leave the retreat. Basically, the retreat, on the retreat, there are certain experiences and conditions that can be maintained but when you drive away from the retreat, they seem to vanish quickly when you see, when you go home and see your girlfriend who doesn't think any, just thought you wasted two fucking weeks on this retreat. Yeah. So, I mean, what you are is what you're looking for. That's the premise in one sense. Yeah. So, if that's the premise, it makes, it's insane. It's like I always share when I was a kid going to Catholic school, they would constantly point out the three traits of God. Or, and one was omnipotent, you know, all powerful, omnipresent, meaning everywhere, and omniscient, all knowing. So it's everywhere, all powerful, and all knowing. And I used to always be confused because why am, I, why am I not bumping into it if it's everywhere? I just can't understand. I'm bumping into people I want to avoid. I can't, I don't ever, I, I seem not to bump into everywhere. That would hopefully cause the questioning not to go in that direction, but to ask what's going on that I don't have a sense of everywhere. Yeah, really. There must be something happening. If I am what I'm looking for, why would I be looking for it? So, and then there, there, there's another conundrum. The beautiful news is you're not looking for it. There's something looking for it that presents itself as you, but you're not what's looking for it. You are what's looking. Yeah? You are not what's looking for it. What? No, you're not. You are basically, you're taking the goal to, the, to, to be the vehicle you're going to arrive at the goal. All the while, you are what's looking. It's being used, yeah, in this weird translation of you looking for the truth. Yeah, so every moment there's a looking for, you're that what's looking. What? Yeah. So obviously it gets, it hits a point where... The only way to go is, in a way, through negation, to question what's assumed to be so and just see if it is or not. Yeah, because everything, how we're pointed, how we try to know things, how we try to learn, how we try to understand, it's all premised on the fact, which is not a fact, that we're a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. Yeah, that's the premise. And that premise, the, the, the color of that premise is in everything that happens from this point, yeah? So, obviously, 
these were like stop signs, people who had been in this little uh, loop of self-importance threw up. And they would say, hey, the seeker is the sort, yeah? Now, what would you think would occur if that landed? Yeah, the seeking would stop, I hope, <laughs> because you realize, wait a minute, <laughs> where, I'm, where I'm trying to jump off is where I want to land, yeah? I want to get out of me, and yet that's where I want to land. How does that's cognitive dissonance? Yeah, it doesn't go well. You're in two different movements. So wait a minute. All right, let's see. Uh, if I am what I'm looking for, and yet I seem to be busily looking for it, something's amiss. Yeah, there must be an activity that I'm not conscious of that's happening or I'm not aware of. There has to be. Okay, and just and that's the whole description of selfing. Selfing is a mental activity that happens, it's a reaction to what's happening, and it claims what's happening, whatever that is, yeah, in your life, it claims it to imply a you, yeah, a you, a you. We do the rest, we jump into the you suit, but it presents a story of a you. And if you could jack into um, a lot of people's heads here, the story of you would sound just like, in a lot of ways, the story of the other you. Yeah? It's just crowned with a different name, Paul. And, if, and because we don't jack into our, the thought systems of others, seemingly, we think this is, these are private thoughts. I'm the only one who thinks like this and feels like this. We're like a... We're like a Pinto in a giant fleet of Fords. You know, we're not a special, you, we have a special emblem that we're constantly looking at. You know, I am not a Ford, but you're a Ford. You drive like a Ford, you smell like a Ford, you turn like a Ford, you're a Ford. Therefore, you're not, thank God. But first, you got to come to the truth. You're a Ford, and then it leads to, hey, and I'm not. Yeah, yeah, so... How are you going to come to that reckoning if you're busy using it to look for itself? Yeah, it doesn't work. I don't know. Maybe it has. I wish those people would come back and tell us if it had. <laughs> so this whole thing of, hey, what can, a, what, can there be a teaching... Uh, for something that can't be learned. Obviously, no. Yeah? So the, the teaching is a negation. That's what it is. It's not... It's presenting that there's a fact. You may not know it or not, but it's just... It's putting it out there, and maybe it registers somewhere in you that you are what you're looking for, that there's nothing necessary to become you because you never unbecame you, and all of that stuff. And let's, let's say you have a feeling that maybe it's true, I hope it's true, or something, yeah? And then, from that point on, we look at what can be described. I can learn about something that can be described. If somebody describes it clear enough to me, I may recognize it. I may. So... We're attempting to describe the mental activities that present a story that we're a someone. And we're hoping that if we describe it clear enough, or we repeat it enough times, or we overwhelm you 
like a juggler, we throw four or five balls, you're used to juggling three, you're going to get uncomfortable trying to do five, yeah? So we're going to try to overwhelm the system so that there's a pause and you're still there, yeah? So now there's been a recognition. Selfing actually stops. It does, yeah? The implying of self stops. So at many moments during your day, there's no self that was implied. There isn't. Let's say if you're surfing or whatever you love, if you have anything that just puts a smile on your face every fucking time, in those moments, there's been a forgetting of selfing, and therefore there's no self that was implied. Yeah. And that's how we'd like to feel all the time, but as the one (laughs) that was absent. Yeah. We don't, it'll never get, that it, you know, it hears how great a party's going to be, but every time it arrives, it sucks. It can't get the, it doesn't see what's going on here. I've been misled. No, it's the party sucks as soon as you're there. You can't get a, oh, I'll get there a second before I get there. No, when you're identified as Paul, you're going to arrive at the party as Paul, and then hence the the party sucks. What? So we work super hard, how I can purify Paul, work on Paul, so that when it arrives at the party, it won't suck. (laughs) And then narratives kick in, you're getting better. You're getting closer to arriving at the party without without Paul. <laughs> Let's control an environment. <laughs> we'll we'll extend it the possibility there. But you'll have to just like when I was in this a drug and alcohol program called Delancey Street for two years. They used to put out brochures because it was a business. They were look they were trying to attract customers also. And so, and they'd have, a, they'd have a success rate like 98%, but you'd have to read the fine print. You could never leave Delancey Street. <laughs> so if you want to feel like you're on a retreat, you're going to have to stay on a retreat. <laughs> and most of them aren't free, so you're going to be paying for your freedom. But as soon as you leave the environment, and the circumstances being completely maintained and controlled, then it's fucking Russian roulette again. Then you, then it's like poker. So you get a bad hand, all your, all your, all your seeming spiritual stack is gone. Yeah, yeah. So this is. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying if you really want to have a blazing transcendence and go into a ball of light, this ain't the place. This is like, you know, what is that, return to forever? This is like return to normal, really. You just, what, this is, the way Paul is right now is what motivated Paul when he was young to seek spirituality. The last thing Paul, when it was young, wanted to be is like Paul now. There's a huge freedom in there. 
There is. I don't know how to put it. It doesn't have like... It's not like a gala event or, you know, like a, a 24-7 rose parade fucking thing. It's just basically being awake to being awake, you know? I mean, it's not a huge heroic effort because you are awake <laughs> to begin with. But now you've come to a, a simple understanding through what you're not, you know, understanding what you're not, that you actually are and have been and always will be what you're looking for. Yeah? All that stuff becomes is not even, you may have believed it was true, but it's like lit up true now. It, yeah, it lit up true. You don't have to keep relighting it. It's like an eternal little flame. There's been an understanding that's sort of galvanized or anchored. Yeah? Yeah, you know, I've had like many of the experiences. One of them was uh the idea of being out of the moment that was just washed away completely i can't see yeah you are the moment that now your head is saying you can be out of it's just insane yeah so this is the type of things that they land and they never depart you know because their landing and staying aren't based on doing shit and maintaining and being vigilant they're just facts yeah they're just facts, yeah? The fact is you are what is what you're looking for. It isn't like you will be what you're looking for through tons of work and effort and purification and shit like that. No, it says you are what you're looking for right now, yeah? Now, speaking from the head's point of view, that's not going to, that has no traction. But speaking, speaking from what you are, it's completely obvious, yeah? You are that which you were looking for. Yeah. So, one of the indications that's true now is you're not looking for it anymore. <laughs> that's just, that's a pretty basic result is you're not looking for it anymore. <laughs> and now you spend your days looking for shit that can be found, like keys or good sandwich or a nice coffee or whatever. I can find those things. I can't find what I am because it's not lost. I haven't misplaced it. It's right where I am at all times. Yeah. So I'm interested in the activity that's causing that not to seem obvious. Yeah. Just like I was in that activity when I was a kid and everywhereness wasn't seeming obvious to me. Even though I was in it completely, I w had no noticing of it, yeah? Why? There's got to be something that's producing that effect. It's not true, is it? It's not real. In other words, it, it, it wasn't here before and stays forever. It's something that arises in time and it weakens or gets st stronger in time, yeah? It's manufactured. So if it's manufactured and you've seen like you come into your head and you see a couple of bricks and some mortars and some shovels and then you recognize Jesus something's being built you've now seen the fucking you know the construction site of selfing from what you are which is what you're looking for that's that awareness that awareness that can that allows you to see the manufacturing of a you yeah 
is not the is not the product of that manufacturing of a you. It isn't. Now the product of the manufacturing of you will claim to be the seer of it, and that's the policeman thief self can't get out of self shit. But the fact is that claiming there had to be light first, yes. Self selfing doesn't see shit. It gets introduced to stuff through the light of awareness, yes. Then it claims it, and then it informs, it keeps proclaiming that you're the light. Yet what happens, most of your life, you're using the light to look for the light. Something is off, yes? Just sit with it, you know? This is a fundamental, this isn't sort of like, you know, uh, what's the sound of when hand slapping zen bitch slap this is like primal stuff in a way because if you're looking at uh the statement what's looking is what you're looking for hmm what gets questioned there not the what's looking but the looking for yeah the assumption is you are what's looking that's the assumption you can argue with it not believe it but what it in, what it sort of points at is the looking for yeah the looking for may be the blindness to what's looking. Yeah. Yeah. It worked with me, you know, I, when it was, when I had, first I had the understanding of satsang just like I understood everything else. I started from me and then I tried to increase or learn more or whatever, and it was me really trying to get out of me, yeah? Once that became obvious, I've never looked the other way, yeah? It just, it just became obvious, and it didn't need like, all right, this year there's a radical new extension. No, it was just basically, I'm not that, yeah? I'm not that which is being implied, insinuated, remembered, worried about. Now, it doesn't mean there's not remembering and worrying about. It doesn't say that. It's, I'm just not that. Yeah? I'm not that. I am not the one that's being worried about, nor am I the one that's worrying. Yes? That's, the, that's it. So, you start seeing what you're not, and then those statements sound totally different. What's looking is what you're looking for. The seeker is the sword. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah? Why? Because you're the Buddha. Yeah? That's why. So, I hope these, I don't know, I figure just sitting with each other here, you know, every week, uh, you know, your your front door is like mobile, yeah? You can catch it on it. You can get it at a good day, and the message will get right through. Not to you, but through you. It'll get through the door of Mike and hit the target, which you can't miss, which is everywhere, yeah? I have faith in that. So we repeat basically the same thing, thousands of different Zooms, <laughs> with the hope that one of the Zooms, it gets in and in and in, 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 in yeah. And uh, 
builds, I don't know what, let's call it a critical mass. To change everything doesn't mean you have to change everything. All it is is a little bit of transfer of interest and attention from the false identification into presence. Yeah. It, you'll, it doesn't have to be 100% in presence. All it needs to be is 50.001 in presence to change your life, really, to change this life, this experience of Paul, and allow Paul what it couldn't possibly do on its own, which is travel lighter. Yeah, not as Paul, really. The tra- the basis of the traveling lighter is from Paul, but the experience will be as Paul, yeah? And then the years or whatever, the, pre- the attention and interest of presence builds up, and there's a, more gets revealed about what? About what you're not. And when you, the more that's revealed about what you're not, the bigger sense you have of what you are, just the way it works. In my, you know, in, in this seeming event, yeah. So, you know, I didn't start out this way. I came to this point, and when it, I hit this point, the point I hope hasn't changed much ever since sharing it, because I truly, truly had a super clear view that if you don't see this, you're going to be looking from its effects, yeah. The claiming will continue to go on unnoticed, and you'll be living life from a misplaced posture. Yeah. Therefore, it has to be an interpretation. And then what happens, response is pretty much gone, and now it's react. You're just reacting, as the Course would say, from the past, Course of Miracles, to everything that's appearing now. Basically, you're not living life anymore. You're, you're living an interpretation of it, yeah? Nothing right or wrong with it, but it's nice to know, yeah? So, all right, Mike, any... Oops. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and somebody just entered... With the name OO, uh, would can I ask them to turn their camera on by chat? If you don't turn it on briefly, I'll have to boot you. Ah, okay, thank you. Never mind then. Uh, Robert has his hand up. Robert. Hi, Paul. Robert, how are you? Very good. Uh, um, I just want to share what's been going on with me. I've yeah. uh, been coming to these Zoom meetings for about seven months, twice a week, and the message is definitely getting through. Um, for the last few years, I've expect, been experiencing a lot of physical pain from injuries over my lifetime and 55 years standing at a workbench and worn out joints. And uh, my normal strategy is to run for the pool bottle when it gets bad. So a few weeks ago, I decided I want to try getting away from painkillers. And it was easy enough to do. And what I discovered was, um, you know, the selfing grabs the pain in one, one moment in time. And 
pushes it out into the future. Like, how am I going to get through next winter with all of this level of pain? So I discovered that I was watching it from a another viewpoint, and the pain is quite dynamic. It's just it's moving, and the it's an actual fact that's faster than the, than the selfing, and um, it's not as bad as what I thought it was. It's uh, yeah, I'm managing to get through with no painkillers. And just just by watching it from what I'm what I am really, and um, so yeah, that's it. It's uh, I just want to extend my gratitude to you and the group too for holding the space. That's it's been really helpful for me. Well, you've been helped to us, Robert, too. Yeah. And check it out, you know, because it's a volatile thing and find see how you can, uh, you know, I had, um, yeah, I just follow, I follow some things in the gut. Yeah. So sometimes I'm actively trying to change something and then sometimes I don't, it's just a, it's just a surrender and see what happens. And mm. I'm in one of those phases now. I just sort of, yeah. I couldn't explain the rationale because it's not rational. It's just a feeling or a movement and I go with it. And after you go with it for a while, it's easier to pick up the feeling and the movement. Yeah. So you now, yeah. it's almost like a, a changing of a system in midair. Yeah. You couldn't land and go in the hangar, but you're, it's getting changed as you're living. Yeah. Like you used to rely on the head, now there's reliance on something else. Yeah. I mean, day to day, you want to call it a higher power. Or, but this is more, I like the gut. And so you just follow something. And, uh, and then hopefully, because the head will run an advertising campaign, once the uh, results are in, and it was a successful living, through that situation, it will try to mask that immediately. So you have to actually make an effort. I don't now, now, but in the beginning to honor the demonstration of perhaps there's a new way to live. Yeah. I had to honor it because the head wants to forget miracles quickly. And, uh, I can't rely on that to be, uh, an honest appraiser of a life. I can't, yeah, it's a failed system. It's turned in on itself and it's rather take the whole mission down than to admit the truth, you know, it's just so what's one to do. There's a lot of value in recognizing something is a failed system. Yeah, usually. Yeah, I actually made a, um, well, about three years ago, the pain level was pretty bad and I actually made a decision to surrender whatever a higher power and then I had this energy activation I suppose you'd call it a kundalini activation I don't really use that word but um, and that's just dynamic it's moving all the time sometimes it'll actually amplify the pain but it's actually brought me to a place where I can look at it objectively and um, as I said before it's um, the pain's not really as bad as 
what I thought it was. Yes. Yeah. Well, the thinking always adds on to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, when I was in uh, Australia, I used to be on the East Coast and I'd go to Perth to do some talks in recovery. And the guy who was, I'd stay with Damien, he was really keen on me meeting this lady, lady there who had bone cancer. And so I did. I went the first, like, I think the second time, and then I revisited her again, I think two more times. Then she passed away. But she had, uh, she couldn't get up. She was in a bed, and luckily her husband, they were well off so much. So she was in a bed in the living room looking out on a garden, and basically that was her life. And yet she was so bright. There was so much juice coming off of her. It was very profound for me. I loved to share, go there, just to see, just because she was an ex, she was a demonstration of something outshining circumstances and situations. Yeah, yeah. Which many of us have been beaten not to entertain that possibility. We get beaten by the course explains it, but yeah. But uh, she she was definitely outshining her circumstance and situation. Yes, it wasn't her. Light was coming through her. Yeah. And uh, there was another guy I knew. His name was Peter Fonda, not the actor. He was a shoemaker, a cobbler in San Francisco. And I had this car accident. I had to get orthopedic shoes for one of my feet. And so I ended up getting introduced to him. He was a tiny little dude. And he used to make shoes for Mother Teresa. And he was just like a saint, really. He was like, not a saint. He was just wide awake, but in the, in the, the curriculum of a religion. Yeah? Just fucking blew my mind. I'd love to go visit him. I'd just stay there for hours. And, uh, and he had all these pictures of Mother Teresa. And I brought him... Uh, I brought him a, a Bodhi leaf from the Bodhi tree, you know, from India. <laughs> now, this was almost like sacrilegious to the point he would be excommunicated. But he put it up there. It was such a great thing. He put a little Buddhist thing up there on his walls. And uh, it was just so moving. And now this guy, you would every person in the street would have passed by him and unnoticed, you know. Because he was clothed in humility, he couldn't. But he, it was amazing. So, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a quiet power that moves through all of us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what attitude or outlook would be the best one for the action figure to take in your situation or my situation. For me, it was surrender. You know, in recovery. But for everyone, it would probably be a different stance or a different posture. Doesn't have to be a, uh, you know, like a, a modified thing. But surrender was, was the, uh, that's the best uh, outfit I can wear every day here. Is the idea of surrender, <laughs> not just the idea, but the basis. So, I feel uh, that doesn't that doesn't come to us it comes through us yeah and then the puppet little figure just takes us a, a shape and a form to express that it didn't come up with the shape or form but something's moving through it not of it yeah 
in here and it's uh to me that's the art i love seeing people who are awake to being awake yeah because it's an art yeah they're expressing through uh oh it's just awesome so thanks rob i really really appreciate your presence at these zooms yes yeah thanks paul yeah thank you thanks thank you much guys um anybody else want to raise their hand and I'm still concerned about OO, that they've changed their name with multiple O's now. Well, then just leave them out. Yeah. Okay. Well, now the video's back on. Okay. Mike, it's me. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Well, What's with all the O's? <laughs> it's OO. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, um, anybody else want to raise their hand? It was that second O that threw you. <laughs> she, she put four O's in there. Oh. <laughs> Jay LaRue oh. has got his hand up. <laughs> hey, Paul. Um, hey. Uh, so, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just a quick caveat before I ask a question. I'm here, not a spiritual seeker. I'm here 95% for the humor. Um, just throwing that out there. Um, the other day I was thinking like, I'm like I still listen to Zen Bitch Slap, you know, a couple of week, times a week. And uh, it's like, I got the message. Why do I still listen? And I had to think about it for a while. And it's just because, you know, you, there's a lot of great humor here. So I appreciate that. Um, the, my question oh, is, um, <laughs> You don't find uh, humor in, in these kind of talks very often, I find. But um, my question is, so I, like the statement, I am not a body, okay? I get that. You know, I, I understand netty netty. We reduce it all down. Yeah, I'm not this thought. You know, you're a brain in a vat. You know, I'm, you're still not that. I get it. But at the same time, once death occurs and consciousness is completely extinguished, it would seem that there's not going to be, obviously, there's no, there's not going to be any experience of anything, right? So in a way, aren't you identical to your body in the moment anyway? So I'm not a body. I understand where you're coming from with that. But at the same time, it's like this exact moment, this experience is the only thing that could possibly be real. So I am in a way, I completely identical to my body in this moment. Does that, am I making any sense with that shit? No. <laughs> it is, but you don't see this place is of time and space yes at least so this is dreaming this is an event called dreaming in a way yeah so the identification as the body uh there was a pre-wedding before that wedding yeah If nothingness is the reality, which is timeless, let's say, yeah, there are no bodies in nothingness, in a sense. The bodies are appearing in a form of dreaming, yeah? So they are not, they, there isn't reality and then the reality is the body, no. There's the body is entertained and it seems to appear. It's not the reality though, yeah. It's the reality if the 
if the dreamt is taken to be the dreaming, yeah, if I believe I'm the dreamt, then the dreaming is as real as real can be. If I believe that I'm that I'm not the dreamt, the dreaming will be as real as real could be, but not to me. Yeah? Yeah, see, there's a difference, a huge difference, really. So, no. Thanks for clearing that up, actually. I am not, I'm a body or I am not a body. Usually, when someone doesn't want to be a body, it's really coming from the idea of being a body. Yeah, so that, that's the, uh, I'm more interested in that line of questioning than the other aspect. Yeah, just to see who is it that thinks it's a body. Because uh, I had this experience with this. I felt like, all right, from hearing a lot of stuff that I heard, it's the body identification is the trouble. Yeah, it's causing me uh, a certain blindness. And so got to see I'm not a body. So in the Course in Miracles, they have a lesson called, you're not a body. I'm not a body, I am free, for I am as just as God created me, something like that. So I would do that quite a lot. Now, after a period of time, I realized <laughs> there was a reinforcement of the body through the chanting, I'm not a body. Yeah, because of where what was claiming the chanting, I'm not a body, was using it to reinforce that I was a body. I had no idea of that. That's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in that movement that I had no idea of it, even in when I was completely immersed in spirituality, I still had no idea of it. So basically, it seems to be able to hide pretty well in everywhere. Even, within, even in the systems that are trying to kick it out, it seems to thrive. So that's where the interest lied for me. Yeah, so it still does because I don't feel like, hey, you may need to do much, you may not. I don't know, but let's just get on. Let's just get the, let's just acknowledge the horse is in front of the car. Yeah, just get clear about something and then maybe you'll want to meditate. And then, and then you'll notice that the head is claiming to be the meditator. All right, that's fucking, that's valuable. Because before you would meditate and you wouldn't notice that. And then after a couple of years of meditation, you would be crowned as a big meditator and you're in another form of bondage of self. So fuck. Yeah. And then so therefore, as that self recognizing it doesn't work now you stop meditating which is fucking good for your nerves maybe or your blood pressure so no i can't meditate because it's a, no whatever and whatever effect there is is caused by what's before it yes it's caused by what before it so an action is given meaning from before the action yeah it's just like the thing in uh in Basic Buddhism, they have the Eightfold Path, yeah? First they describe the problem, suffering, yeah? And then they say, well, there's an Eightfold Path. And then, so if you hear something with an Eightfold, it's a prescription in time, obviously, because there's eight things, yes? So it's a, it's a prescription in time. So the first thing is right view, 
which is very peculiar and very important because they put it there at first, right view. Then there's right livelihood, right action, right meditation. Yes, all these things. Now, in my own case, and witnessing a lot of other people, I was not clear about the right view, but I was hoping to produce the right view through right meditation, right livelihood, right this understanding, which didn't work. Yeah? Because the right doesn't come from the actions, it comes from the idea that you're not the actor. Then the actions can have value. Yeah? So the right view is that there's no doer. Yeah? Even though there's tons of doing, there's no doer, no long-lasting, independent, separate doer. That's the right view. When that's clear, that right migrates into everything else. The other shit doesn't produce it. Yeah? So chanting or saying I'm not a body doesn't produce squat. Yeah? It's how it's seen before the body. Yeah? If, so if I recognize <laughs> the selfing arising, I see it. I see, I've witnessed it many, many, many times. It's obvious its movement is to claim something and it's mechanical to imply something else. So when there's doing, it uses the doing to imply the doer. That's what it does, yeah? So it, it, in other words, it sort of adds a tail to a verb and makes it a noun. So there's dunking and it sticks a tail on it, donkey, yeah? Doing, doer. Seeing, seer. Hearer, hearing, yeah? Hearer, yes? That's what I'm interested in is that if if you can start seeing that then you'll see you'll be seeing the selfing you won't be looking from its effects you'll be seeing it as its attempt to produce an effect you'll see it yeah and if you don't go along with it see because it can't become a self what it what it tries to convince you is you already are one you're never watching it trying to become a self because it's fucking impossible. What it tells you is you already are one. And then it gives you very limited possibilities. Either you make this self really great or you spend a lot of time trying to get out of it. <laughs> That's basically the situation. But self's going to be there. That's the fucking bondage of self. There's no becoming self. None. Yeah. There's becoming a lot of things and unbecoming. There's no becoming self. Yeah? This place is becoming and unbecoming. You arrive and then physically you leave. Yeah? Things appear and they're prone and they're destined to disappear. Because that's what things do here. Yeah? We're not of that. So no, the body isn't... The body is the experiential vehicle. It's not that which is before the experience. No fucking way. No. To me, the body is the ride that thinks it's on a lot of rides. It, it thinks it can get in and out of rides. It never sees the possibility of getting out of this ride. Yeah, because it's identified as it, yes? It doesn't see this as a ride. It doesn't. It sees this as a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. Yeah? That's probably going to migrate out of here and be Paul forever in thousands of different bodies.
You know that thing talking to you is going to stop when the body dies. <laughs> if you've been waiting, because if you're listening to your head, you're on a time delay right there. Because the head takes a second or two to interpret living, yeah? So what happens if you've been a devotee to that, and then you pass away, and you're waiting for it to tell you, hey, you just died. It ain't. <laughs> the body shut down. You're never going to hear its last message. It was probably thinking, should I have mayonnaise on that bologna? Yo! <laughs> it got caught completely by surprise. <laughs> There's no one to inform me. Yes, exactly. You'll be in the bardo. <laughs> listening to something else now eh? <laughs> silence is always speaking always you can sense a presence yeah you can sense a presence that's not manufactured it doesn't come after fucking anything it's the presence of here and now you can sense it you're here and you're now yeah it's way before thought <laughs> way before thought <laughs> see then you live through thought not by thought yeah you see through the thoughts the thoughts aren't like the iron curtain anymore you see through them where when you're a product of thought you see from the curtain you never look through the curtain you're looking from the curtain <laughs> You'll be blind, but you'll be blind to your own condition. You will. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, bro. Nice to see you. Hope we have a good humor content for you today. Yeah. Seriously, thank you. Yeah, it's nice to see you. I like to meet people who've listened to the videos. I never, you know, I meet. I don't meet a lot of people that has have listened you know you know what i mean i remember i did a talk in england northern england too helen a long time ago and i was it was a crazy place it was in a little hamlet but they the guy had like a uh he got a a you could build a cabin out of this ebay thing so he had built a little cabin and so people came oh it's crazy and all of these people came in one at a time who knew me but I didn't know them and it was just great watching their reaction and then I felt like saying well it's going to be a bummer from now on because now you met me <laughs> I, I was better when you didn't meet me <laughs> but it was wonderful yeah so that I'm happy uh, to meet you yeah all right Mike yeah thanks Jay Gary has his hand up. Gary C. Hey, Paul. Gary. Yeah, thanks. This is a great talk. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I, I did, I've been thinking about, uh, you know that movie, The Wizard of Oz, where in that one scene where they see the Wizard of Oz and he appears behind the curtain and they say, and he gets really upset, like, don't look at me. Ignore that. You're, you shouldn't 
be questioned. It, to me, it sounds like the questioning of Selkin, you know. Well, it was. Yeah. For sure. And he got super angry, you know, and he's like, you can do anything, but don't question this. And uh, I just was impressed by, yeah, they, it gets really upset when it gets revealed, when the curtain gets pulled aside. Yeah, it's for like, sure. Don't you dare look out here anymore. You're not allowed to. I, I'm thinking it takes a kind of courage to keep looking after, you know, somebody or something says, don't look, don't look. Well, yeah. I don't know that. I don't know about that. But who knows? Yeah, Grace, I like the idea of Grace. Yeah. When you don't have any idea how or why something happens. I like the term grace. Yeah. I guess I could just say really or just keep looking and, and, and you know, like see if it's true. If, is it really going to blow up? Much. It doesn't really take much. There's not much to look at, really. <laughs> but it seems like in that moment there's a lot of threats. Like, if you keep looking, something bad is going to happen. Don't you dare keep, don't you question me. Don't you, you know, I, I think I see that with people sometimes. They get really upset. Like, how dare you question the reality of who I am. I am this who I am. And I'm, I'm going to get really angry if you keep questioning it. Yeah, that's why in earlier days I'd only I'd have to leave town in less than three days because <laughs> they'd really like what they heard. Then they went home and thought about it. Then they had questions, and then the third day they'd have they resent me. Yeah. So I split. Yeah. So you left town. Okay, well, that's one yeah. way to deal with Especially it. Especially towns like Dallas and Houston. <laughs> A little heavy. Well, I'm grateful that you kept the message going in spite of Dallas and Houston. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't help myself, really. I need to hear it, too. So, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, something's in a way, the day in and day out is, is like, could be seen as a you're being put to sleep, but the bed is so, so rough. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. It yeah. wouldn't be bad if the bed was nice, but fucking, yeah. So uh, nails. Yeah. I'm not into the, uh, I don't, I'm not, I love sleeping at night. I'm not like, I don't like sleeping in the day vertically. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> it's to a point that if you you know too much about knowing too little yeah so you're just you're just incessantly on which you've always been but now that that's you're incessantly on all the time <laughs> <laughs> There's no break or interruption.
You know how the head likes to segment everything and break it down and put it into its little compartments. But in fact, there is no frame, you know. It's like a living mural in a sense. Yeah. There's no edges. There was nothing that took a big inhale and then exhaled. It just is. This goes on and on and on. Yeah. I just I just want to share because I like I may not meet you personally, but I'd like to see you travel lighter. I would. You know. I feel like. Uh, that's one of the things I always had hanging over me, a vague sense that something was going on, yeah, that I couldn't grasp or get a hold of, yet had a, was quite influential. I didn't, couldn't tell you why, I just felt that, maybe taking acid and stuff also. And then, uh, you know, hmm. I like to find out things, not much about, but on this topic, I'm interested in finding things out. Why would, uh, if we are based on the premises, what we're looking for, why is the looking for so stubborn? Yeah, there's got to be an activity unbeknownst to us that's reinforcing that condition. That seems so natural, yeah, to seek and look. But there's got to be something there for that to be, to keep generating, yeah? Because the utter failedness of it should, ended, should have ended earlier, and there would be a recognition, hey, I am what I'm looking for. But there's an activity that's going against that. Uh, That's that's curious. That makes me very curious. Like the Course in Miracles says, try, follow this. It says, all right, you and I, because if you don't know about the Course in Miracles, they really emphasize this event as a dreaming. Yeah, just and I've um I have I feel very intimate with that description. Yeah. So, you and I are the dreaming. I'm going to say it the way they say it. You and I are the dreaming of the dream. I don't believe there's a dream. I think there's just dreaming. But you and I are the dreaming of the dream. And now it also has a lesson in, called Lesson 2 where it says you and I give everything all the meaning it has. So we're basically the dreaming. Yeah. So you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming. That's what interests me. Yeah, that statement. All right? I'm all for the statement, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. And then he throws this thing in, and we forget that we're dreaming. How the fuck does that happen? That's what I'm interested in. You know what I mean? Because as soon as that becomes seemingly so, what happens is now you're giving everything you're dreaming the power to affect you. Wow. And that's what I've experienced. I've experienced the effect of what I'm dreaming on me. 
Yeah, that's what got me soured. That's what got me interested because of a lot of fucking exquisite suffering and shit like that. Yeah, so it seems so simple. All right, you are the dreaming of the dream, you and I. Okay, we forget that. What? <laughs> now, the forgetting can only seemingly be so. It can appear to the dreaming that it has forgotten. All right, so how can that forgetting get established i couldn't see any other way but i nation as the drummed yeah so now suddenly the dreaming is in the act of being identified as the dreamt and what reinforces that act what assumes that to be true what implies it to be true is the selfing and the mental processes because you're pictured as a body when you're thought about you're pictured as a body when you're remembered you're pictured as a body when you're worrying about yourself so basically there's a constant remembering ourselves as a body and that's forgetting that we're the dreaming yeah seemingly it can't be so but it appears to be so to what? The dreaming. It, it always appears to the dreamt, but it's appearing to the dreaming. That's the point. Yeah? So what would happen if we describe the dreamt to the dreaming instead of fucking describing the dreaming to the dreamt? Yeah? Let's describe the dreamt to the dreaming. Let's say that if you are what you're looking for, it's here right now. It always has been. Always will be. So let's, hey, let's at least throw it in that direction, yeah? Okay? So let's describe what it's like to be a dreamt. Yeah? To the dreaming. Not describing, oh, you're the dreaming as the dreamt, because that will just be translated in, I should have all these beautiful babes, eight Cadillacs, great knee joints, tons of money, yeah? That's how I would see it if I was the dreaming. It would be, a, <laughs> the dreamt would get everything he wants, yeah? Fuck yeah. that. I want to talk to the dreaming about the dreamt. Because the dreaming has no fucking dog in that hunt. It will be quite clear about the dreamt. Because <laughs> it's not the dreamt. So then you recognize, oh, wait a minute. And now life starts being felt more from what you are than what you're not. And then it explains why... That exquisite suffering, that one note of exquisite suffering became a symphony, you know, with an orchestra. And it went on and on and on because of something. The dreamt can't produce that. The dreaming can through the identification as the dreamt. It can. What's making this place seem real isn't the dreamt, it's the dreaming. The dreamt is just a camera location with four different senses. It sees, and this camera can hear, feel, taste, touch, but they're all a form of seeing this dreaming to have an experience of it. Yes? It's just that simple. Why would I sit in a room where the person just told me, well, what you are is indescribable. Then hear a description of two hours of it. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah? All right, let's go. Hey, well, is there any other way? Oh, yes, we can, spe we can describe what we're not. Oh, let's try that. <laughs> so maybe I can recognize it, not as it, but 
from what I am. Yeah. And then what occurs? Incredible possibilities that never seem to be available to the dreamt is completely available now. The dreamt gets the experience and the joy of it, but it's not the source or the doer of it. Hallelujah. Yeah? So then what does the dreamt demonstrate? Gratitude, fucking honor, or A-W-E. Something is doing for me what I can't do for myself. I think I'm on to something here. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. So... Yes, of course, you know, it has a light thing, but I'll tell you something. Only in time can it seem to win. In timelessness, there's never been a defeat or a victory. It's not so. Yeah. And this is going to end, but we're not. It is. This is going to come to an end. Just like the Zoom comes to an end, the the Zoom life of Paul will come to an end. Yes? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see, I don't, I don't see, <laughs> whatever, you know. I've died a number of times on a hospital bed, operating table, shit like that. The pe- when I was in that period of being dead, I had no memory of this fucking place. That's for sure. <laughs> I was as surprised as anything to appear again here. <laughs> if you think this is a vacation spot, do you ever see the same face here over and over again? No. Why? No. This is once gone. <laughs> As if it never happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like you, Gary. Thank you. And thank you for all the support, Gary. I mean, a lot of levels, material and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Gary. Philip Pratt is next. Philip from uh, Brisbane. All right, Philip. Hi. Hi, Paul. I, I finally got the T-shirt, or the T-shirts, the Wayne oh, yeah. shirts, after about three weeks, which is great. So I'm, oh, I'm, I'm proudly wearing them around. Don't get arrested uh, with them on. <laughs> it, it's, it's a great um, talking point. You know, someone says, well, who's that, you know? And you, you launch into this sort of spiel about um, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah. And I've been trying to encourage my daughter to come along to these Zoom sessions because she's sort of opening up to this message. But she says, um, she said, Hedeman's, um, I'm not ready for Hedeman yet. He's, he's, he's not, I'm not quite there. You know, he's, um, I find him um, a little bit brutal in terms of his, 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 um, his immediate experience so but every time I come here it's kind of like it's sorry that wasn't a criticism it was just a a, sort of a a comment but uh, every every time I come here even though 
Sorry? I take it as a compliment. Okay. <laughs> Every time I come here, it's the, the, even though I think, well, wow, you know, I've heard this so many times, but it's, it's something about the way you deliver it, which is just so fresh and so compelling. Um, and um, I guess from my experience, I, I sort of coined my experience as what I call peace, peace in traffic. And, but I guess the issue is that the traffic doesn't seem to dissipate. It's, it's, it's just hammer, sometimes it just hammers me, you know, it, it's just mm. the voice in the head. I, I thought that maybe this would kind of diminish as this kind of realization became, or, you know, when it was um, opened up, but it's like, there's this, there's this voice telling me, and I know it's, I know it's just, it's just the mental state arising in something. Phil, Phil, when that happens, just uh, do something, you know? Yeah. Take a couple of deep breaths. It's not you doing it. You're not getting disqualified from the <laughs> not. Just yeah. use skillful means. That's why you were introduced to them. Mm. Yeah. Don't be like a... Re, uh, non-duality isn't like religious zealotry. Yeah, just it all opens you up to use what you need to use when you need to use it because it's not you. So, yeah. Yeah. So if it gets like that, you know, I, I figure you've been around the block a few times. I have. You find certain ways that distract the uh, the interest and attention. Yeah. Yeah. It's so you just do it. And then in that little distraction things can really change yeah and after a while it doesn't take the distraction isn't that much effort and it doesn't take that long and it does the trick you just you you've uh it's you've sent it on another trail so it goes off yeah yeah one of the biggest voice voices is saying this is too good to be true you know this is just just wait Wait, wait for the for the the, the phone call from the taxation office or, or yeah. Know, something. Well, yeah. It's not you. That in there, just to have a sense that that's not you. Hmm. It's see, it's fishing. It's fishing to to imply you. It's not you doing the fishing. Yeah. No. Yeah, and, or just use the. Uh, from whence does this come? Because it all goes back to what we are anyway. Yeah. As Ramana said, you know, Ramana, I don't know much and I'm not an authority or something, but my, my, my stunted understanding is, you know, he came out of a silence because he thought, he assumed like many of us assume stuff that, oh, because it was so obvious to him it was being transmitted by the silence, but he realized nobody was getting it, hanging around him. So he went, he, he uh, resurrected an old uh, things came out of the Vedas, which is the, the from whence do I come, self-inquiry. You know, it's sort of like another form of neti neti, not this, not that. And so basically he said, you know, this is the only way it goes and or surrender you know those are the options here either 
you get to the exact cause of the misery or you realize you're overwhelmed and you seek a, and you ask a higher power to help you yeah basically so uh, those aren't just two different camps you can be a part of each camp in, during a day the same camp yeah. Yeah? yeah you can be in the surrender camp you can be in that it matters what's going on so if you're if there's if if there's a sense that something is taken to be really real then do something you know skillful use a way of distracting that and just hey thy will is done so to speak yeah yeah why uh non-duality isn't a fucking religion it's not to be it's not to be used as a saddle it's allowing you to ride on any saddle so to speak yeah yeah, yeah. That's why it's not, see, you don't learn non-duality, nor do you acquire it. It's a fact. You may learn and, under, and acquire an understanding coming from that fact, but it's the fa understanding is not the fact. Yeah. Yeah? It's a fact. There's not this, how everything seems to be is not true. Yeah, that's all. The 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 fundamental reality isn't this yeah it's not a reality of appearance only it's a space so like you said peace and traffic but really traffic is in peace really yeah, yeah? traffic is in peace things going well is in peace everything's in peace it's not peace and traffic but traffic is in peace these activities appear in what we are yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so if you're outmatched, that's a fucking incredible thing to know. So then you don't try to fucking say, oh, the house isn't on a fire when you're getting super hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just get some, get a pail of water, put out the illusion, and then you can realize, hey, maybe it seems like I'm at a lot of fires. Maybe I'm like the fire starter. Then you, some knowledge happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, not too precious either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, 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 you're right in, in that, um, you know, the, the hijacking of, of this message by the mental state as well, you know, that oh, you're, you're, a, you're a realized person, you know, you, you don't behave like this and all this sort of stuff. It just, yeah, it just yeah, you better drop that because it has you there. Yeah. As, yeah. Soon, as, you, as soon as it's, it constructs a position, you're going to get, you're going to fall. Yeah. Every time, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what it wants to do. The mental state is trying to triangulate you. Mm. And once it does, then, uh, yeah, there'll be uh, the pulling down of the statue, so to speak. See, that's why it's lucky for me, because I've never truly believed I was doing satsang. Yeah. I, it was so clear to me something was coming through and it had nothing to do with me which allows me to show up all the time yeah yeah if it was me i would have had to be prepared uh, do i feel like i'm into it today or not no yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. yeah so this is if you can see it in one example that can be expanded more into your life yeah yeah thanks paul yeah thank you bro Thanks, Philip. Uh, ben Ross is up. 
Hey, Paul. Uh, I, uh, I was, uh, you know, hearing you talking about we're the dreaming and, and I was thinking that, that for me sometimes, uh, it's like I get, I get tripped up because I, I wonder why as, as this dream, why is it all appearing through this particular perspective? You know, basically like, yeah, don't go there, bro. Please. As soon as I heard the why, <laughs> just hug it quickly. <laughs> yeah. What you are doesn't have a why involved. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't. I'm serious because that wanting to know isn't serving us. No. Yeah, yeah. It's trying to replace a sense of being with the one who knows. I just stay with the sense of being. Yeah, yeah. Really, really, my own humble opinion. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm just saying. No, that's, I mean, that's, that's it. I mean, like, yeah, why is life appearing through this particular, like, why body not? that's moving around, you know, and no one else's thoughts are, like, moving through this particular mind you know or this particular brain well, that's uh, true there's not a <laughs> pretty much we <laughs> <laughs> you know pretty much people are having the same the same thoughts are occurring for most yeah. people there's just different nouns and and uh <laughs> but yeah. The, the, the what what really gives the flavor to the thoughts aren't the thoughts. The thoughts aren't like a zillion ingredients. It's the thinker. Yeah, yeah. It's the thought that hides itself as a thinker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Just spend spend time in the woods, bro. <laughs> I'm doing it, man. I think I, uh, and that thing that. See, the wanting to know sort of promise you, promises you something. It, it doesn't deliver. You just get stuck with more ideas. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Knowing you're fucked doesn't mean you're not fucked. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. It was funny because I was listening to you, and then the why sounded like a weird, it was like a, a tree falling in the forest. I was there. <laughs> I was like, "Why?" <laughs> so, yeah. I would, you know, that, you know, that urge to want to know can be starved. It's that's actually starving it. You get much healthier, so to speak. Yeah. 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 All cool. right. Yeah, but never, you know, try not, you know, if you want to say why, say it any time. I just, yeah, I just want to save you some trouble, Ben. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. That's good, yeah. <laughs> what can you do for Ben? Well, just send him a picture of a tree. That'll work. Uh -huh. You know, it's funny, like if you've ever done martial arts and stuff, Chi Kung leave like trees, uh, a great giver of Chi is pine trees. Uh, Other uh, trees want to suck the Chi out. 
Yeah, but Pine Tree is like uh, one of the best places to do Tai Chi or, or Qi Kung and stuff. Wow. Yeah, it's, they're, they're putting out a lot of juice. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right, let's go, Ben. You're all right. All right. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. I want to mention, too, it's also funny, the, the self-verifying that there is a brain here that's thinking its own thoughts, as opposed to there's equivalently, even in our physics, the story of these brains are as connected to each other through the Internet of all the senses, right? Like as I'm talking, you're, that brain is hearing, but it's you can consider that one brain or one one neural network. It doesn't have to be considered one brain talking to itself. So even the story, it's just like, we, so yeah, I mean, that's, somebody else can argue about that story, I guess, but it's a nicer story to me. Well, yeah, any, in science and physics, it's always, it's always uh, protesting the claiming of what <laughs> is happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's always, but then again, the stubbornness of this programming, it's not really open to much, uh, new information, especially if it goes against the old information. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's funny, isn't it? Uh, we got a hand up from Stuart, Stuart Dawson. Well, you just uh, piggyback back on this, what you were just talking about. I've been reading about neurology, um, uh, uh, the scientific approach and they found that through the neural correlates of consciousness studies that the more intense of a experience, mental experience like a, an acid trip or an intense dreaming, the less metabolism there is, the, the less brain activity there is. So, you know, what did it, and they, they you know, the question is, what's that? what is that which experiences and it, you could take that to the lot you know logical conclusion that <laughs> death would be the most the richest mental experience there is because there's no there's no mm. brain activity at all <laughs> yeah yeah in fact i that's exactly the kind of thing i'm talking about because like they even um scientifically they can show that experiences let's say choosing color there are not neural correlates for most of the colors we see. So we don't remember them, you know, like the ones that have neural correlates say, Oh, I remember that color. I know that color that's recorded like a DVR. There's, they can actually show that people are registering colors, but there's no neural correlates to actually record and encode them. Right. But it doesn't mean they're not experienced. <laughs> yeah. How do you explain red? And then, yeah. And then there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have that with the, uh, and supposedly color, I am colorblind. I see the colors, but I misname them. Yeah. So yeah. there's a seeing of the colors and then the brain tries to know it and it mistakes it quite, makes a lot of mistakes or concerning colors. You see? So the, like you were just saying, the, ex the event is seeing, let's say seeing colors. And then the brain wants to know the colors. My this brain doesn't do well with that. <laughs> so I see I see brown like rust, 
looks like brown, purple looks like blue. I bought a lot of purple shirts in my life that I didn't know they were purple. And then someone had to tell me, hey, Paul, you're wearing a purple shirt. <laughs> and then I'd realize it. Then I would see it as blue, yes? It's funny. So you can see the green comes way after, even though it seems super fast. But can you imagine the space if there was a timelessness in time? I mean, that would be a huge space. So it comes after the, the events of living, for sure. Yeah, it's trying to interpret everything and to have us live from the interpretation of everything instead of living from everything and seeing through the interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. Oh, bro, you're doing better as Stuart? Yeah, in fact, uh, I, I kind of lost interest in, you know, the, the uh, last time I... I you know, raised great. my hand a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. It's working. <laughs> yeah, it's working. I mean, it, it'll come up again, but, you know, what the hell? What the hell? It goes, huh? Yeah. Well, now it ain't, so you have the yeah. ability to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Joseph C. said in chat he had color blindness, too. He couldn't sort pencils as a kid and stuff like that. He couldn't do what? Sort colored pencils as a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you see, see, that's the thing. People don't think you see color. You're seeing the colors, but you don't have the name for it. That's all. Hey, we're going to end soon, eh? And no other hands are up. Oh, well, then we'll even end sooner. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, let me say hello and goodbye to everyone. Judith and Kerry, my little, yes, they're, they're, uh, they're planning for my arrival someday. <laughs> every day. Oh, you won't every, believe every it. Day. That's all I hear about all day, Paul. <laughs> all Paul. It's I'm all good. To it. I am. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice to see you. Nice to see you, Judith, as always. Likewise, yep. Paul. Always. Thank, you, Paul. Thank you. Norman, another German man. Nice to see you, Norman. Uh -huh. We got Kenneth. He's in, he's in Vancouver now. He's, he's getting wiser by the day. Uh, we got Robert. Thank you for that share, Robert. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Yes. We got uh, Evandro. Nice to see you, Evandro. We got Jono. As always, always a pleasure, Jono. Fritz, Fritz, uh, Fritz is of an alien nature, nature, nature. Yes, yeah. I don't want to get too involved with Fritz. He's a little, but, uh, Glenda, Glenda O'Driscoll. Yes, Glenda O'Driscoll. Yes, Tariq, very, very nice to see you, Tariq. Yeah, I'm going to say you're getting in touch with me through New Jersey. Just to be safe. Yeah. Tariq is from New Jersey. Yeah. Dova. We got Philip from Brisbane. Got a beautiful uh, virtual reality back there. A little bit of uh, Sunshine Coast. Sunshine Coast. Yes. Yeah. Tallow's Beach. Uh, Tallow's Beach. Tallow's Beach. Yeah. Oh. 
I know Canada, yes. Right there in Suffolk Park. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Christine, nice to see you there, Christine. We got uh, Susie. Susie has been resurrected. She's almost at the surface. Yeah. We got Bernard. He's, uh, he's withdrawn back into the void. Yes, he's coming back. Nice to see you, Bernard. Uh, let's see. Arlene, I just, what happens at the Zooms? They just change the uh, square. I lost Arlene for a second. Uh, we got Natalie. Natalie, in undisclosed location. She seems very subdued. Yes. Nice to see you, Natalie, as always. Oh, Ariane, is that the name? Ariane? Yes. We got Gary from uh, the corner. You see a steward on the dark side of the moon. Joseph, I'm going to, Joseph, you got it all. We got you all covered. You'll be getting an email or something. Uh, we got Brandon. And anyone, we still have. Uh... Hey, Mike, did you talk to that guy, Andrew? No, he hasn't replied. Well, we have a couple of scholarships. If anyone wants to go to that retreat, next week we will not have a meeting Saturday. I'm going to be doing an online retreat Saturday and Sunday. If you're interested, and it's 100 bucks, so if, you, if you're interested and you're having a little difficulty with finances, just email Mike and we'll set it up for you. But next week, there won't be a meeting, the regular meeting on Saturday. All right? Yeah, good. So we got JJ. I know Jay LaRue for a long time. He visits every, he's on the one, once every five years. He's like an asteroid, a comet that comes back. Always good to see you. Uh, we got Brandon, one of our music men here. Nice to see you, Brandon. Uh, we got Verena. I don't want to speak loud. She's sleeping now. Sweet dreams, Verena, from Germany. <laughs> Walter, Walter, the man, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> you, Helen, always you. a pleasure to see you, Helen. Remember, Helen, you're a lifetime member of the Bitch Club. Yes. Yeah, you're in good hands. Roman, as always, pleasure. We got Zabi. Nice to see you, Zabi. Nice to talk together uh, when we have time here. Yeah, yeah. Open house. Say hello to Terry for us, for Amelia and I. Cool, cool. We got Chris. Thank you. Macaulay. Always good to see Macaulay. There she is. Yep. Oh, there's Nina. Nina, not Tina. But Nina, all right, nice to see him here. We got Mike Z, as always. He's the one that does all this. Jeffrey B. Jeffrey, are you uh, in some kind of facility? Oh, yeah, I'm in a uh, uh, kind of a rehab. Yeah. Fantastic, thank you. You didn't have to say it. I was wondering, putting you to with that message you said. Nice to see you. Oh, okay, yeah, no problem. All right. We got Mickey. Hey, Mickey, you got to send us an, an email. I or Mike, did. Hey, Mickey, talk to Mike after the meeting. We need to okay. get Mickey's email. All right, Mike? Yeah. Thanks. And 
Always a pleasure. I'll see you this week. I hope. Ben. Yes, sir. Ben, nice to see you. If you look up, Ben, you'll see me there. I'll be in a body of a woodpecker. Thanks. <laughs> All right, man. Sounds good. Nice to see you, David W. James, always a pleasure. Another New Zealander. We got Sarah. Very upset she's not in Greece. <laughs> so would Ivy. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Tanya. Nice to see you, Tanya. Oh, there's Keith. Yeah. Keith is a learning arm, arm talk. What is that? Hand to hand combat this weekend. Nice to see you, Keith. <laughs> Hank. Hank. Is taking is getting ready to take a nap. Nice to see you, Hank from Amsterdam. Amy, as always, from Seattle. Pleasure. We got Suka. Uh, we got Brahmi. Brahmi, I'll see you next week. Bernard, we're going to have it all later. <laughs> Bernard, uh, we got Tricia, Cass, Abeth. Someone in France in Wonderland, Atara, Rich, John, another Nina, Mike C, all-time member. And thanks, everybody. Um, and Drawer uh, and also uh, they had to leave early by chat. They said good night, John K and Drawer Monk. Uh oh, oh great! And listen, there's going to be a new non-duality meeting on Tuesday morning Pacific time at nine o'clock the third tuesday of the month this coming tuesday so is that posted mike yeah, yeah. oh great all right hey thanks thanks everybody thanks